it's been a long game, but it all hangs on this. That is a stunner. What a beautiful goal. Live it. Love it. It's our passion. This is Soccer Mania. Hello guys, uh, welcome to Soccer Mania. Live it, love it, it's our passion. I'm your host, Elisha. Today I have with me two awesome pundits, uh, Randy, Abdel, and Jay. And they're... Three. Three, excuse me. <laughs> they happen. <laughs> it's okay, it's early Yeah, they're both... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they are big fa- uh, soccer fans and... Today we'll be talking about the beautiful game <clears throat> and the, the latest transfers, uh, Champions League, gossips, and everything else about soccer. A little bit about me, uh, I've played soccer all my life as a kid. Uh, I played on my high school team. I also coached and um, I'm a referee too. I do it on the side. I enjoy the game and uh, hope to bring you the best uh, news I can. Uh, first of all, let's... Uh, get to know some of the guys. Um, Randy, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, soccer background? Oh, hello, it's Randy. Um, I just really started watching the game probably around the uh, 2006 World Cup. Uh, my entire family are soccer fans anyway, so that's what got me into watching. But um, I don't really play as much uh, as the other guys around the table, but um, I do watch it perhaps more than I play, and that's about it. Awesome, and uh, Abdel? Yeah, uh, I've gotten into soccer about a decade ago, and I've been playing it for much longer. All my life has been playing nothing but soccer, and uh, you know, my whole family, as Randy has, the same thing. My family is all about soccer. That's all we were taught growing up. So uh, it's, it's been a, just a huge part of my life. Great, and uh, Jay? It's a beautiful game. I've been I've been playing it for quite a long time now. We're looking forward to a great season too that is about to begin. The Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga and stuff like that. So we're looking forward to that. Thank you, Jay. And there you have it guys. Um now that you've gotten to know a little bit about us, uh it's time we get into the meaty part about uh today's topic. Uh as you guys know, uh Paul Pogba has returned back to his origins, which is Manu, and he signed a four-year contract from Juve for 89 million euros, which is a ridiculous amount. Do you guys think it's the, the price is justified? Uh, I do believe so. I, I believe that he has uh, definitely the capabilities and the potential to be that man, as well as the, the hustle and energy to bring life the midfield and as well as he'll go back and he'll definitely play defense. He is the guy that'll be their do-it-all guy. I think that's they something that they needed. Especially help on defense is their biggest issue in my opinion. True. That's, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Uh, I don't really think, I know Pogba is the kind of player, he's the kind of box-to-box player. Yeah. And <clears throat> he's not really, he doesn't really like doing what I just, what I'm saying, he doesn't really like defensive job. Like he does, he like attacking more yeah. than defending. Okay. He likes he likes flair. You see, Pogba play. Yeah. He plays, like he likes style and stuff like that. 
But he's a he's a great he's a great player. But I think the transfer market right now is so inflated that, that uh, that's a ridiculous amount of money they pay for him. I don't believe that. Uh, the same issue with going, but that's too much money, I believe. As far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't go to Manchester United. First of all, they're not in the Champions League, and you know. True. But right now, because of money, money is taking charge of our football right now. That's what we can see. I I agree with you, Randy. You have any thoughts? Yeah, um, I'm I'm a big fan of Paul Pogba. I think he uh, brings, like Abdel said, a lot of energy to the midfield. Um, as as anyone worth 89 million pounds, never. Um, maybe Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi. I think if you're going to spend that amount of money on a player, uh, you probably spend it on a goal scorer because, um, True. you know, that's a guy that, you know, goals win games. Definitely. And, you know, we know the transfer market is inflated, but, you know, if you're spending the money on a striker, it makes sense because at the end of the day, you know, he's probably going to score the winning goal in the Champions League final, you know, winning a trophy. Not that Pogba isn't going to win a trophy, you know, perhaps for uh, Manchester United. But um, I believe that um, he he has to go down as uh, one of uh, the, the promising players that we have in the game right now, along with Neymar, Gareth Bell, and the other guys. So I think if you're going to spend that much uh, money, you know, probably Pogba and those guys in that category falls. So it's a falling basket, so... Okay. Now, relating to Manu, they also secured uh, Zalatan Ibrahimovic and Henrik Mkhitaryan, excuse me, and Eric Bailey. Uh, do, uh, do you guys think those are good transfers? Uh, can they help Manu win the Premier League? I think they're good signings, but age is going to be a factor for Zlatan when the league begins. He's physical, but... You know, you know the way the Premier League is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he's a good player. He's gonna play. He's gonna play good, no doubt. But with time, he's gonna find it hard. True. And so Eric Bailey, he's a good defender all around. Like he's got pace and he's a good defender. I think he's gonna do great. Then the likes of Mkhitaryan, it's gonna be competition with Mata. True. If it's all Mourinho, because we know Mourinho <laughs> doesn't really like Mata from all what we've seen. <laughs> Chelsea, he like he had to let Mata go and. Stuff like that, so uh, it'll be competition in that number ten role. If if he decides to play behind if Brown Bridge, if Ramovic, depending on the formation they're going to use, but all around the squad, there's going to be a lot of competition because right now Manchester United has a lot of quality. Like they have a lot of quality players, but then you know, like you have Memphis Depay and all the players like that. But yeah. it's really going to be hard. But if they use the, the talent as well. I, th- I believe it can do something good this season. Great, great points. Anybody else? I think, um, I, I don't think um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, um, you know, 30, you know, he's a top scorer from League N and, then, you know, has credentials in world football. Um, I think, um, you know, he, he comes into Manchester United obviously as a big star, no doubt about it. But for how many years is the question? Um, I feel that they're going to have to defend, De- Manchester United are going to have to depend on the Zlatan a lot this season because if you watched last season, the, one of the, uh, Manchester United's uh, biggest problems was uh, goal scoring. Definitely. They don't really have a, a, a world-class number nine taking the weight, um, was his name, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, because Rooney is declining. He's not even a striker anymore. Um, True. Antonio Martial. Parmesan, but not, you know, yeah. yet the, the real deal. And you have the likes of Depay, Mkhitaryan, who are not really out-and-out strikers. So 
if Zlatan is injured, you really don't have any. You know, you get you, you get yeah. back to last season's problems once yeah, again. Absolutely, you really so, can't rely on the likes of Rashford. Rashford, you know, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. So I would have preferred if I was a Manchester United fan, I would have preferred Jose Mourinho to actually go into the market and find a younger, you know, 25, 26, you know, year old Obama Young, the, the preferred target. True. You know, mm-hmm. striker where you yeah. can depend on, and Zlatan just being a bit of a experience, you know, useful sign into. But they're gonna have to depend on Zlatan. I'm not saying Zlatan can't do it, but he's gonna have to stay fit for you know throughout the season. Okay. That's not easy for family so intense. Right. Yeah. At 34, 35 year old. Yeah, I still think the way he plays, he's he still takes it easy, mm-hmm. so that's why I think he won't have necessarily a, a stamina issue. Because if you see him play, he does it. He gets lazy, and so I think that's gonna like I guess in this case help him stay playing for longer, since he's conserving his energy. Um, but as we've talked about, like offensively, it's an issue, and with defense, I, I don't think <coughs> this new transfer will be able to help them out as much as they need him to do. I don't. I think it'll come down to again being the goalie, end up being the only defender. I don't see this promising young defender be able to help as much as they need him to help. Not just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. To touch on that, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm with that in the sense that yes, United has a weak, you know, defensive unit, and they rely on, on a lot on David De Gea. You look at the team: Chris Smallin, you know, <laughs> Phil Jones. These guys are still out there, and they're still not, you know, yet Ferdinand and you know, the 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 Vidic. The, the past yeah. Manchester United old guard yet. So is Eric Bailey in his first, you know, season all of a sudden going to turn into a, a Ferdinand? You know, I hope so, but I think there's still issues. If you look at the three signings, they sound like very exciting, you know, big signings. Yes, they are, but does it really solve all United's uh, problems ahead of the season? Not really. Not really, so... No, it's not I, I get it. I see. Uh, I think the best way to describe it would almost be like a crumbling house that you're using tape to hold it together Pretty with much. those signings, <laughs> and they're not really fixing up the issues internally and the key problems for their for their uh, club. That's true. Yeah, good points, guys. Good points. I agree with with most of your points, and uh, I I feel they're great. They are great signings, and uh, you have to sign somebody and menu sign people the players and i think those are the best players they can get right now due to the market and other teams trying to poach players so i don't think that the worst signings i think they're pretty good signings uh speaking of signings um manchester city also uh signed uh john stones from everton for 47.5 million euros which makes him the second most uh expensive defender before uh, uh, David Lewis, who initially uh, was sold to uh, PSG for 50 million in 2014. And um, in Man City right now, we have Pep Guardiola, who's who's the new coach. And uh, I'm a big fan of Pep Guardiola, as you guys know, and uh, I'm really excited to see what he he does with uh, Man City. And now he's signed uh, John Stones. I think he's a solid young defender with a promising future. He also signed uh, E.K. Godaban. Gondwan? Yeah, Gondwan from uh, Dortmund. And uh, Nolito from uh, Celta Vigo. Vigo. Yeah, so I think those are three solid signings. And also Leroy Sane. Leroy Sane. Leroy Sane, yes. Uh, 
So uh, is is this a Premier League winning team? Can can Guardiola pull this pull this uh, off on his first season in the English Premier League? You, oh, let me get a stab at this. Usually, I think whenever a manager gets in to yeah. uh, to a new situation, I think there's always the transitional period. However, this is one of those situations where the talent is set and stockpiled. Yeah. It's ready. They're ready. They are able. And I do believe they have potential. They're already contenders already right now. Yes. Without even without a game played, they're already contenders at the championship. I would say that. Um, can he do it? Potentially, yes. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely think he's a world-class coach. I think he could do it. He's won trophies in every club he's been to, so he's going to win something, even though it's not the Premier League. He's going to win something. He's going to win eventually. Yeah. I don't, the first year, that'd be, that's a real challenge, though. Yeah, and I would love to see him do that. uh, And this one, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I hate to to play the devil's advocate all the time, but (laughs) I actually don't, yeah, don't have Manchester City as the favorites for the title. Um, I think... Pep Guardiola's philosophy, um, it's tiki-taka philosophy. It, it really works with a, um, a, a very athletic, um, young, exuberant squad, which he had at Barcelona, perhaps at a, a Bayern Munich. You yeah. wouldn't really say the same about Manchester um, City. Uh, there's an Asian company. There's an Asian Yaya Toure. There's an injury-prone, uh, what's the name, Sergio Aguero. That being said, it, it's not even – just about that. I think this is the toughest um, Pep Guardiola um, challenge he's had so far in his career. Why? Because he's not going to a Bayern Munich side with a, which has just won the Champions League. Yeah. And he's not with a, a Barcelona side which had Lionel Messi and, and the, the, the Iniestas and Javis. Um, this is a Manchester City side that finished fourth last season. You know, it's qualified the Champions League for the skin of their teeth. And at the end of the day, they haven't really, um, with his signings, it's, it's kind of like the Manchester United issue. Um, he hasn't really gotten him, him himself a top-class defender. They still have the likes of Mangala, who's a, you know, yeah. a flop. Mm-hmm. Um, company is injury-prone. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and who else do they have there? Um, they have Gal Clichy at left back, Colorado. Yeah. And he's getting old. Otamendi, yeah. Right. Otamendi, probably Otamendi, the best option you can you can get out there. I think there was talks today that they're trying to sell Mangala, and yeah. so there's still an, an yeah. offloading to do in the squad. You've got Bakari Sagna, you know Zabaleta. These guys are getting old as well, so. There is a lot of age in that Manchester um, City squad. Yeah, but and a lot of experience too. A lot of experience, but um, it, it the Premier League is you know just experience is very vital, but it's it's you not always. It doesn't yeah, yeah. Premier, experience experience doesn't necessarily win your Premier League. I mean, West Brom would have been champions if experience was all it's about because they have you know all these uh, retirement <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Manchester United go there on John O'Shea and stuff, so. With that being said, um, are they like a, a threat for the title? Of course. Any, any team that has Kunagüero up front is a threat for the title. Um, he has to stay fit because he's been injury prone for the past, what, two seasons? Yeah. And if he gets injured, who's who's going? I hope Nelito does because Boney so far hasn't, you know, hit the ground, you know, running. So. Yeah, this morning I saw some some rumor news that uh, Arsenal were beating for Boney. So, mm-hmm. but I bet Boney's going to leave, like, he, he, he hasn't lived up to expectations, but he's mm-hmm. not that kind of Guardiola style. He's not that kind of striker Guardiola needs. 
But he's a good player. He holds up with the ball. He good. He's good at holding up plays sure. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't, I still think it was a bad decision for him to leave Swansea. Yeah, he probably he should. I just wish he gets another team or that he's gonna come back to that form he had in Swansea before coming to Manchester City. Yeah, it's a new challenge for Guardiola too, like he said, and he's not gonna find it easy this first season. I I could show you that. Uh, he's got a lot of talent, yeah, a lot of young talented players, but it's gonna be difficult. Like in midfield, uh, that. The question of Yaya Toure aging, you know, Yaya Toure is a kind of unpredictable player. Like, yeah, yeah. he's sluggish, and this game he could be sluggish. At this minute of the game, sluggish, and the next minute he could still make a run from box to box and score stuff like that. Yeah, but when with Guardiola making bringing a good one from Borussia Dortmund as a midfielder too, but it all depends on the formation they're gonna use. Yeah, in midfield yeah. like they got the likes of Silva. Guardiola needs that player that keeps the ball, passes the ball. Yeah. And just to add a point real quick, this is going to take a couple of seconds before you leave on Yaya Toure. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think there's an issue between, you know, Guardiola usually likes, I don't know if you guys heard about the recently, he had to ban a couple of players because they, they came to preseason overweight. Yeah, I know. Or something that. like that. And that's The football that he plays, it takes a lot of, you know, I wouldn't be able to play for Guardiola because he doesn't take, you know, you know, any percentage of the fat in your body. You have to be fully fit. Because you're running and up and down. Keeping it's, possession. It's a very well-drilled team. And as, as Yaya Toure, you know, at his age, with all that he has, he's gained ego ever since he led Barcelona. So is he going to be that guy that follows Guardiola's every, you know, order and stuff like that? Remember, yeah. Yaya Toure is the same guy that Guardiola sold yeah, back in 2009 to Manchester City because they had their own rifts. Mm-hmm. So, and yes, to add to that again, you must have heard prior to uh, to Guardiola coming to Man City, uh, the agent was like he doesn't know if Yaya Toure was gonna. He was linked with yeah, yeah. linked with a move to Inter Milan sometime. Yeah. yeah, so there is still, I guess, on a, a chance that Yaya Toure is not gonna be on the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. before the season starts, he makes a move. There. I think apart from agent wise, anyway, I think there's a little bit of an issue. Between him and Guardiola, a little bit. It's a clash of yeah. egos. Yeah. It's too much and, of a clash of yeah. egos. And, but I don't think City needs him anyway. Okay. Yeah. And uh, on the next topic, we have. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys watched the game. Uh, I, I didn't, but I saw the highlights. And did you guys. Uh, there was a. It was Real Madrid had a game with uh, Sevilla for the Super Cup. And uh, apparently, Danny Cavallo scored a fine solo goal. I mean, I watched it and I was pretty amazed. He took the defenders on from the right side of the field and he just went straight to the goal and he pulled the Messi off uh, or Maradona off. He's yeah. being influenced by Ronaldo too much. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> the influence is getting to him. And <laughs> the, the most amazing part is I, I didn't even know this, that Real Madrid haven't won La Liga since 2012. And I am quite shocked. I can't believe it and so is the question I have for you guys is do you think it is uh, the board's pl- problem because they always buy and sell players or do you think it's a coach problem or do you think it's a players problem what what do you uh, think is the cause of it um, I wouldn't say it's the players because the players they have it's, it's almost like an all-star team in every position you have an all-star caliber player yeah in, in every position um, coaching I I could I don't think it's necessarily a coach. I mean, they they know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I think it is the, maybe the excessive trade of these players, and not really having them a consistent. 
uh, chemistry to build up? Yeah, starting eleven. It's like I feel like there's maybe I guess it could go down to like someone to withhold all their ego. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't have these caliber players without not some kind of ego underneath it all. And I I know I was telling you guys earlier about uh, Ronaldo with his ego and. As I mentioned that I once I read an article where Ronaldo was like he doesn't need to be best friends with his teammates in order to win games, which is true. But what has where has that gotten him? I mean, some would counter argue, counter me with uh, he has won uh, what's his name Ballon d'Or, mm-hmm. and true he has won Ballon d'Or. But I feel as a as a playing in a team he hasn't won as much as he could because of that attitude. That's what I feel, and I, it might not be factual, but I feel if he was like a Messi, someone who plays and pass for a team, he plays for the team, he would win more. So I think it's partly players' fault because whenever they bring the superstars, everybody wants glory for themselves. Yeah, and, and that like, doesn't help. I guess then you would kind of have to blame the coaching staff. You need to make these players understand they're players. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're not. They're not that special. They want to be benched. They can be benched. They want to be subbed and not play a couple of games. They have that capability of doing so. Um, I think it's the problem is that you let these people, uh, these players, go run amok, as you could say, and and kind of have this uh, this ego to them to the point that they think that they can do what they so please as yeah. much. Uh, and I mean, again, it could go back to coaching and 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 I think the system with them with the Ronaldo system is like, you that he has a lot of faith in Ronaldo. Yeah. to constantly finish and he I mean Ronaldo does have the faith in himself to score every time and that's why he'll gladly take the shot okay. but there's sometimes when you watch these games you see that there's a missed opportunity with just a simple pass okay uh, coming to the issue of uh, the rivalry within the squad like you got the likes of like the attacking of the attack of Real Madrid like yeah if you notice when Bale came into the squad, the the rivalry between Ronaldo and Bale was visible on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, it was visible on the pitch. Like you see, Bale certain balls. Bale is not gonna pass to Ronaldo when he's clear, and he wanted to go by himself. Vice versa with Ronaldo. So, I think right now they're getting along. Right now, if you see the way Bale's playing, if you mm-hmm. watch last season. Bill played good, like he's 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 kind of finally accepted that Ronaldo is in this Real Madrid. Ronaldo is the, the main man, and he's just I think what he's doing right now is good. Like what I what I just from what I observed, I believe he's just like accepted that fact, and he's right now just say all right, fine. This this guy is definitely aging out, and when he's out, they're gonna look up to me. I'm the next star of this. On the other hand. Uh uh, what do you guys think of Higuain? Uh, I was scrolling on Facebook and uh, I saw this picture of him, and he he looked actually kind of chubby. I mean, people are saying it's his uh, it's, it's just just the angle. And I know we previously it was uh, William from Chelsea who had the same issue where he looked fat, and he turned it turned out that he wasn't. So. Uh, <laughs> Napoli uh, sold him to Juve uh, for 75.3 million euros and the guy is a superb striker he's uh, scored 36 goals in Serie A which makes him the highest goal scorer so there's no doubt whatsoever that he's world class so uh, do you do you guys think he's worth 75.3 million euros I mean is that justifiable is anybody uh, I think he, I think if you look at 
I would say he's worth it, depending on what he did last season. If he can do that Again, always, yeah. he's worth it. Yeah. But I, I personally think he can be consistent because now he has a better squad. He's, he's playing at Juve now, and they have won the Serie A four consecutive, consecutive times. And uh, adding Higuain with his record from last season, I think... Juve, yeah, can Juve do, can definitely. Can, he, he, they can do much. They with, can do much with the him. The likes of Pjanic, a good playmaker. Mm -hmm. So I think he's going to supply him those good balls. And, and, and he also has Dybala up front. Yeah. Who was Juventus' main striker last season. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the that the transfer of Higuain itself was uh, Juventus trying to win the Champions League. Mm -hmm. Because, believe it or not, um, Gianluigi Buffon, upon all his career, has never won a Champions League. Wow. That's because Juventus you know, always seem to win the, the Italian title, but not, you know, the European title. So maybe Higuain is the, the, the difference maker um, to, to win the, the Champions League. But they've also lost Pogba, so. Oh, my. Yeah, that's that is true. One hole. Yeah. I mean, back to the topic at hand of him being fat, I mean, it's... <laughs> I think he has a very good work rate, so it's not going to be an issue, even the slightest. And as we've talked about on several occasions, as Jay pointed out, you know, if he can maintain that consistency, then he's worth it. Honestly, everyone's getting paid this off season. I wish I was like going to get signed for no reason to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Uh, so uh, we're going to. Uh, I want. I want to hear your thoughts and uh, on the Premier League now, and just. Um, you guys tell me quickly, in the Premier League, who do you think is going to win the Premier League and why? And uh, Randy, do you want to take a bite at it? Alright, uh, I think Chelsea are the favorites. Why? Because they have a, a very uh, strong manager in Antonio Conte. They have a, a well-drilled squad. Um, apart from that, they, they don't have a Champions League football, which is a, a big factor because they get six days off after playing on the weekend. And the last time a team without Champions League football, who was a good team, had that. It was Liverpool, 13-14 um, season, and they ended up um, almost winning the the, the, uh, the Premier League title. So Chelsea, for me, the favorites. All they need is a solid striker, and they probably got it. Um, in all honesty, I know this is going to be a shock, but I think I'd go with Man City. Like, not necessarily, I don't know what to say. I feel like they they can they're going to probably be able to maintain their health. I think they've got it. I honestly think they've got it. Awesome. Uh, Manchester United is what I would say because uh, you say they say in England the know Mourinho is a winner. Yeah. Uh, excluding this season, this very bad season he had at Chelsea. So, but I think he's he's backing it. He's a good coach. But as long as there's there's discipline in the squad and there's the rift between players and coach doesn't exist, like what happened in Chelsea, you see he had a rift with Hazard stuff like that. Yeah. As long as that doesn't exist. Everything's gonna go well in Manchester United, and they're gonna live up to expectations. Thank you for that, Jay. And um, I'm really uh, excited for the Champions League, as we were talking earlier. And uh, I think it's up for grabs. And my my uh, choice, who's gonna win it? Obviously, you guys know I'm gonna say what team I'm gonna say. Barcelona, obviously, duh. And and I know that every team has an equally good shot at it, but. I still say with Luis Suarez on top, and he, if he performs the goal scoring he did last season, Barcelona have a solid shot of winning it, and uh, that's 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 all I have to say about that. Yeah, uh, Barcelona has a great striker in the likes of Suarez. He has a lot of movement, 
And when he's got the likes of Messi that can uh, give those true balls that produce those passes alongside Neymar, he's very comfortable. But I don't still see Barcelona winning the Champions League. They'll have, uh, remember, the other elite teams like Juventus, uh, PSG, even though lost uh, Ibrahimovic. They have a couple of signings too. They just got Jesse Rodriguez from Real Madrid. So I think it's going to be a tough competition, tough, tough European competition this season. I'll go with Juventus the shock. Awesome. And Abdel? The Champions League? Who do you think is going to win it? Champions? Um, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I feel like it would be Barca. I don't want to agree <laughs> with anyone. But the thing is, I, 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 have, I don't know. I just feel that they have that magic. That they're going to have that magical mm-hmm. touch. Yeah, they have that flair. How about you, Randy? Yeah, I'm going to go with Bayern Munich, a uh, new coach in Carlo Ancelotti. Last time he was, you know, in the Champions League, mm-hmm. the big team was Real Madrid 2014, so why not? And plus they have, a like, a very uh, strong team. Yeah. I think the absence of Pipe Guardiola's tiki-taka makes them better. Oh, my goodness. Barcelona, <laughs> come back to Barcelona, like, last season, L. It would have. It almost would have been a record that Barcelona would have won it two times in a row. Like we all saw it coming. Yeah. But it was a shock there. They had to be eliminated. When you see the form Barcelona were in, they had forty games on beating. Yeah. So, the Champions League is. I don't think Barcelona's gonna win it. They're still gonna be knocked out. <laughs> because <laughs> of fatigue, right? It's always it's always yeah. a tough competition. It's always a, kind of up for grabs with the Champions League. I you could always say that. And uh, Randy makes a very good point on you know giving faith to these guys. I I can't really quite put it on like into words, but I do believe in this Barcelona squad. I mean, you still have the greatest player of all in the world right now. Uh, you have Suarez, who's been producing like crazy. You still have an amazingly solid midfield. True. So that's that's that was the best you, you part. You can't. I think yeah. they'll, rely, they'll rely a lot on that front three because if Suarez get injured right now, there was a point Messi was out. Suarez and Neymar did good, but you can't guarantee that this season that if Messi is out or if Suarez is out, they're gonna do as di- as good as they did last season. But they need they need backup. They need um, a very good backup player. I, I I actually agree. Um, I actually do think Barcelona are the favorites for the Champions League. Why? Because if if transition new coach transition means anything, then you knock out Bayern Munich, right? Real Madrid probably didn't deserve to win the Champions League last season. Let's face it. They faced <laughs> Wolfsburg, Roma, and Man City on the road to the crown. Don't forget that Wolfsburg almost got Real Madrid out, and but they, because of who they are. And they, they came back. Um, the reason why Barcelona are the favorites is because every season they managed to make it to the semifinals. And the only thing that's going to stop Barcelona is Atletico Madrid. If mm. Atletico Madrid doesn't knock out Barcelona, Barcelona wins the Champions League. True. Because 2014, Atletico uh, Madrid knocked them out yeah. and went to the finals and lost to Real Madrid. 2015, they didn't face Atletico Madrid and they won it. 2016, they faced Real Madrid. They, they got knocked out. <laughs> so that, that's, that's, that's a good observation. And um, I was, I just remembered. Uh, how about La Liga? Speaking of the, who do you think is going to win the La Liga Cup? I say Barcelona, obviously, and uh, just keep it quick. Who, who's going to win? Yeah, I think Barcelona. Barcelona. Um, but I'll yeah. give Griezmann and Atletico Madrid a shot. Okay. Dang, I was gonna, I was gonna be like, you know, I'm gonna take the underdogs and they're yeah. gonna take the Atletico Madrid, but 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Barcelona is going to probably win that too, unfortunately. Uh, Dan is doing a good job. He's doing a great job. Like he's got players back from loan, and they have a lot of talent right now. Even with the rumors that East Coast leaving, but there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in that squad. So I go for Real Madrid. But yeah. Madrid has yeah. always had talent. Last season, last season, they always have. Ta- they always, they always have talent. have talent. If you look at you look at uh, this Asensio, he was terrific like yesterday. So I think it's gonna be great. Okay, yeah. okay. and uh, on the Bundesliga. Who do you guys think? I I, I know it's an obvious choice, but I'm <laughs> gonna go with Bayern Munich. How about anybody else? Yeah, I think Schalke 04 has a great chance. Schalke, okay. I'll go with Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund. Okay. And that was sarcastic, by the way. Dortmund <laughs> made some great signings, so they got by Götze and yeah. Mario Götze from Bayern. Munich. I don't like him. You don't like Götze? I don't like him. He's a great. He's a great player. They call him. They call him the German Messi, but he's a great player. I don't think they should call him that way, but. That's an insult to Messi. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think um, with Gotze going there, because if, if if you saw Gotze pre Bayern Munich when he was at Dortmund, he may have had a strong relationship yeah. with Lewandowski, who isn't there anymore. But he may have a strong relationship with Obama. Oh, yeah. He also has a pretty good relationship with Royce. Yeah, yes, definitely. And uh, shifting uh, to the Italian. Uh, I'm telling you, I think for me, as I mentioned earlier, I think Juve is going to win it again. And yeah, it's uh, always you, right? It's the old lady. They always you. It's always a favorite. It's a. It's to say it's a. It's a failing league almost. It's like the, the competition level is there is, is one big fish in a small pond almost. Yeah. It's not. It's not that much competition in there right now. Okay. Um, I mean, there could be a shock. Could be surprised, but I don't think you see it coming. Yeah, I'm with that too. Uh, I mean, I think we've been with that fast four years. Yeah, yeah, they've won it back to back, and I, I, I think that is a record. I don't think any other Italian team has won it back to back four and times. The craziest thing about it is that their closest c- competitors were Napoli. They just you know weaken Napoli by signing the Guains. So yeah, yeah, they're extra strong to to win it. Okay, so, and. Uh, how about the French? And uh, I, I'm, I'm going for PSG, uh, even though they lost Ibrahimovic. Uh, I think they're still pretty strong, and it might be a little bit close now without him, but uh, it's still, it's still a, it's yeah, still a win. They're pretty good uh, because even without Ibrahimovic, you have uh, Edison Cavani playing in his favorite role. You know, he didn't really like playing out the wing, but yes, true. he must give way for Zlatan. You yeah. know, Zlatan it. So uh, I think. They got a great, they got a great squad. No Steve competition in the league, and I could say because they win the league with ten points difference or something like that. So yeah, I think, I, I think uh, Juventus and PSG and Serie A and the league are very similar in the fact that two teams bully their domestic league so much that the only teams Juventus and um, the only thing that Juventus and PSG are looking for is Champions League glory. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, they almost walk to it. Yeah. It's not, not a difficult thing. For Most trouble. And and like I said, like you said, Jay, for the Cavani, I think he's gonna have his breakout. Like he yeah. won, he finally wants to get his position. Yeah. yeah. And plus, they're too talented. Yeah. Plus, they got Hatem Benafa and Hesse. So yeah. 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 Strong width. Champions okay. League is going to be tough not to crack this season. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult. It, it always seems like it in then Barcelona. It <laughs> <laughs> takes away from everyone. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for uh, coming in today. I really enjoyed it. And thank you, the audience, too, as well. We truly appreciate it and hope you enjoy it as much as we did.
You've been listening to Soccer Mania. Up next on Soccer Mania. On the next episode, we were talking about what's the best uh, football tactic. Is it the Pep Guardiola possession football or the Jose Mourinho defensive style or Barcelona's attacking style? And uh, I hope to see you there uh, on the next episode. Until then, uh, have a great day.